morning and a big welcome to the second 2020 episode, episode 42 of Article 23, the podcast all about making work work. I'm Rhonda Brighton-Hall, CEO and co-founder of MOI, Making Work Absolutely Human. And as I said last week, for the first two 2020 episodes, we're going to do something very different. Now, following on from this overwhelming and intense and intensely overwhelming start to 2020 right across Australia with bushfires and coronavirus, all sorts of things, we thought we would start with two very unique perspectives where we're going to talk about the value of work and working in the and work in its very simplest and realest terms. So last week we spoke to people who were just starting out for work, just literally starting their careers this week, and we're going to bookend that this week with people who are looking back at work, having retired and saying what mattered about work when they were there. And to do that, I am very excited to have three wonderful women join me, Wilma Champion. Hello. Irene Blasar. Hello. And Trish Bai. Hi. It is delightful to have all three of you on podcast Article 23 and very much welcome. So is this your first podcast or have you done lots of them? Definitely. Definitely. <laughs> first one. No, I've never done one. <laughs> so you might be like a real talent and people will come and source you out. <laughs> so we're going to talk about looking back at your working lives. What mattered most? What did you value? What do you miss, if anything? And what advice would you give people who are now in work? Now, before we do that, let me add a little couple of details because I think there's a couple of important things about you. I am delighted to say up front that what we have in front of us in the three of you is a real team. So you actually worked together for the largest part of your careers. How long did you actually work together for? Good 20 years. 20 years. So you must have learned to know each other fairly well. Very well. (laughs) And how long have you been friends? Oh, for another 20 years. Wow. So those friendships that got knitted into that 20 years of working together have gone on. Yes, definitely. So that's a very, very unique perspective because nowadays we talk about an average tenure in a workplace is about 4.2 years. So you did five times the average work tenure. That's pretty cool. So as you look back at work, we want to hear your thoughts and your voices about work. Let's start with question number one. How important do you think work was? Let's start with you, Wilma. I think it was the financial security and the personal confidence that it gave me and being paid. (laughs) (laughs) Very important. We're going to talk about that often enough, but very important. So why were those things important to you? Because I needed the security. (laughs) (laughs) You're looking after a family and where Yeah. So um, what was important to you, Irene, and, and why? Well, the same there, financial security was important. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and the personal satisfaction and uh, my own personal development, I think being out with people and the independence and confidence it gave me. Yeah, not to be reliant on other people. That's right. People forget how important work is for that. If you're constantly relying on other people, it's much different than if you can look after things yourself. Mm. Trish, what would you say was most important about work and why? I felt it was really good for my confidence and good to be out mixing with other people. Yeah. And financially, it was good having a younger family. Mm. Do you all think that it was important to be appreciated? Definitely. Yes. Oh, for sure. Yes. Yeah. It almost mm. goes without saying, because mm. you worked for so long in a team where you were appreciated, <coughs> we forget yeah. how important that one is. Yeah, but yeah. definitely. Mm. That's a great list. So, 
Uh, what mattered most about the job you were in? Let's start with you, Irene. Uh, the hours of employment fitted in with my family commitments, and that was very important when the family, the children were young. Yep. Trish? I had a young family when I started, and I was working school hours and not school holidays, so it was perfect. So we're 40 years down the track and work-life balance and fitting in with families was still then a topic of conversation and a reason to choose jobs. Most important. Super important. Mm. Wilma? To be able to work and still carry out family commitments. For life. For life, yes. <laughs> Still carrying out your life. <laughs> so third question, let's look at how work started for each of you. Why did you choose the jobs you choose? How hard was it to get started? How did you find your job? How did you find your first job? Um, let's start with you, Trish, for a turn at first. I'd worked as a secretary pre-family and then thought that I wouldn't work again. Uh, I enjoyed secretarial work and then I was asked if I'd like to do a couple of days working in a school office and I thought, oh, I can do this. And then the principal asked me to work the next six months full time and I said, I can't, I've got a young family. And he said, sit down, I'll tell you how to get organised. <laughs> Best thing I ever did. <laughs> so you got it organised for you. Yeah. Uh, Wilma, how did you get started? Well, I'd worked as a stenographer before I had the family and um, <clears throat> the working hours in school for school-aged children were very good. I'd been volunteering up at the local primary school and uh, they suggested that I could get work in the schools. Yep, so you were volunteering and someone saw mm. what you could do. Mm. So that networking and yeah. knowing people, showing what you can achieve. Yeah, yeah still very important today. Uh, Irene, how did you get started? Uh, I went to a commercial high school where I did shorthand typing and as well as maths and other subjects. But the subject that I liked best was um, accounts, and I did quite well at it. And I, the first job that I applied for was mainly with accounts. I started working on a typewriting accounting machine and then progressed onto the contometer, and where I was a contometer operator, and then much later transferred to computers. So you would have been at the beginning of computers in the workplace. Right, yes. Yeah, did all three of you work on computers? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, well, because we think of that as like, oh, the computers are coming and robots are coming, but they've actually been no. around for decades. Yes, yes. Yeah, that's really cool. So when you look back at your working life, what do you think you valued most over your careers? Wilma? I think the satisfaction that I could contribute to society... And having secretarial skills as well as being a parent added value to the work in a school office. I understood the students. So you, did you have too many kids, like kids at home, kids at work? No, no, I liked it. <laughs> you like kids? <laughs> I like and you kids. could add value. We talked a lot about purpose as being yeah. important. Irene, when you look back at your working life, what was you, the thing you really valued? Um, well, I've... I was uh, really pleased that I was working uh, in, in a high school by that stage and I had all the school holidays off because having a young family, that, uh, that really was very, very helpful. And the friendships that I formed there and experience of working with, diff with people from different walks of life 
children and adults, and uh, where I was able to sort of help out with some problems and queries and questions. So you got the parents. The combination of purpose again, but now also this diversity of different people and different walks of life, which is something That's we right. still talk a lot about today. Trish, what did you, when looking back, what was the thing you really valued? I enjoyed working as a team. Just the friendship we had with each other and the trust with your work colleagues. Yeah, it just made you feel, well, not important, but just valued. Yeah, value yeah, is mm-hmm. nice. Mm. So by all accounts, you were a pretty formidable team and the fact you've stayed friends for so long since then, what was the thing you most valued about your teamwork? I think it was the friendship and the trust and everybody pulling their weight. Um, the cooperation and confidence with the work shared. Yeah. That's great. Irene? Um, yes, having the respect and confidence we had in each other and the great friendship between us and loyalty, um, loyalty to each other. I think they were the, the main... They were the big the, things. The big things. So let's, uh, without embarrassing anyone, let's go to the sixth question, which is, you were the boss, Irene, so I'm going to ask this one of Wilma and Trish. How was Irene as a leader... What did she do that made the team such a great place to be? She had great leadership and she knew the work. Um, The team had harmony and Irene was always ready to listen and offer advice. And she also taught us to eat with chopsticks. (laughs) When we had a birthday, celebrated a birthday at lunchtime, we had a Chinese and she she taught us to use chopsticks. Can you still use it? Just. <laughs> you need more lessons. <laughs> Trish, how would you find Irene as a boss? Oh, I thought she was wonderful. She was very patient and she was always ready to listen, no matter how busy she was, and give some good advice. Great. And Irene, over to you for this one. What makes a great team, in your opinion? Uh I could place complete and total trust in their ability. They accepted any responsibility in a willing manner and I knew the work would be carried in a very very efficient manner. Now, last week, as you say that, last week when we spoke to two newbies just starting week this week, we said to them, what's the one thing you're looking forward to? And one of them said, I want to be trusted to do my job really well because I'm happy to accept responsibility and I've got this. So... It's still so important Mm. to people, and people as leaders often forget that. The people need some space to do their job and do it well, but to be trusted to do it well. So let's go to the next question. What do you think has changed about work? And is it for the better or the worse? Let's start with you. What's changed? Oh, well, we started on manual typewriters and finished up with computers. Uh, Technology was changing everything, and uh, we needed to keep up. Right, so yeah. even 20, 40 years ago, technology's changing. No, You've got to keep up. Yeah. Can't let it get past you before you catch mm. up. That's great. And what do you think is changing about work, Trish? I also started with a manual typewriter and then had to move on to computers. Um, technology is bounding ahead and you have to keep, try and keep up with it. But in some ways, it's becoming very complicated. It makes things a lot easier in some ways, but complicated in others. 
and I've spoken to girls who now do the job that I did and they're being given a new computer system, they just get used to it and then all of a sudden they bring another computer system in, they've got started again yeah. and they're not really being given enough, um, enough information, enough training. Yeah. That's mm. what's really important. Yeah, so you get good at using the equipment, not just throw it at you. Yeah. Mm. Irene, what do you think is changing and is it for better or worse? Well, the electronic technology has brought in the biggest change. Um, though in some ways there is more flexibility as number of people can work from home and only go to the office when necessary. I know that my grandson is pretty high up in IT and he works mainly from home. Yep. Only goes to the office once once a week. Yeah. Because he's able to pass everything on electronically, all the work that he does. Yeah. And uh, he's saving a couple of hours in travel time Not every day. Not sitting in city traffic. That's right. That's right. So, final question, big one. You're looking back at work. What's the one piece of advice, the big advice, that you would give to people just starting out or even midway through their careers? Irene, as the boss? Uh, I think the most important thing is to enjoy what you do. You spend so much time at work. And uh, if you find that it is not as rewarding as you had <coughs> hoped, um, not to be scared of change, to look for something else that you think you would really enjoy doing. Great. That's terrific advice. A lot of people get stuck in a job they hate and just stay in it for life. So changing when it doesn't, isn't something you love doing, I think is great advice. Trish, your big piece of advice. Well, I think, you know, you have to work financially, but you need to enjoy your job. And when moving into a new job, you need to be patient and quiet listen to directions and ask questions and just get on with the job and do the best you can. Yeah, I think that's, that's also great advice. A lot of the time when people join a new team, they forget the team's been going fine without them for a long time. So getting in there and asking how it works and what's working is great exactly. advice. Wilma? I've just got one bit of advice. Always look on the bright side of life. <laughs> That's great advice because not every job is perfect every day. So bright side of life probably gets you through some days. Yeah. So thank you so much, all three of you, for joining us, especially that advice right at the end. I think is fantastic. Do jobs you love. If you don't change, be patient, learn what's going on, listen, and then look on the bright side of life about work. Um, it's such a pleasure to hear your voices, your advice, and your wisdom. And I often think people don't appreciate work in the moment. They don't realise how important it is in their life and the friendships that they'll form. So looking back is sometimes the best way to get perspective. So thank you so much for being here. Next week, we're going to talk careers. Um, and what does a career look like this decade and beyond? And how can you get in the driver's seat of your career rather than just get stuck with a job you don't like? How can you actually make those good decisions in the interim, if you want to talk or connect with us, jump on www.moi.live or sign up for our newsletter, which comes out every Friday. Thank you so much for being here, Trish. My pleasure. <laughs> Irene. It was a pleasure. And Wilma. Thank you. It's absolute pleasure to have you. Big moi from us. Bye for now. Mm -hmm.